0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Prep Life podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini. Today with my fabulous co Oh, my name's Amy Anger, by the way. <laughs> Super awkward intro. <laughs> Already off to a great start. It's early morning. We don't normally record at this time, so I guess my brain's not functioning. Uh with my fabulous co uh
1: and my name <laughs> is Chris Nicole. Glam Girl Bikini Coach and IFBB Bikini Pro. <laughs> so, we
0: promised you a recap of the Arnold, and it fell nothing short of crazy and exciting. Um, I, yeah. I was really shocked. I have to be honest. I'm just going to start the podcast off by saying that because I was sure, and I just wish I could see the scorecard because uh, between Angelica and Issa, I just felt like that, I felt like Issa definitely deserved, you know, Miss Olympia first place. Um, no question, you know, and I, I feel like Angelica was placed correctly at the Olympia as well, but her conditioning this time around, what she brought, yeah, I felt like either it, w- it must have been too much, but I felt like her backside mm-hmm that was what she needed to improve from the Olympia and she did it. So regardless of the fact that she got second, I think she in her own mind probably won that, that victory because if we're looking at the sport from perspective of you just need to improve yourself and you never know like who else is going to show up. I feel like she brought her best package to date. Um, And so she should be really proud of that. Uh, What are your thoughts on that?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I was surprised, too, with the first and second placement. I really thought Angelica had a very powerful physique on stage um, and like barned on her backside improvement from the Olympia was like absolutely incredible. So I was like thoroughly impressed. I was super excited to see that improvement. And that's kind of, I think what swayed me to thinking that she was going to solidify first place. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, But I'm also kind of like partial. I always really like her look. So yeah, I would agree. Angelica did a really good job bringing her a game. um, And, you know, yeah, I'm just excited to see like what she will improve on um, moving forward with more shows coming up this year.
0: Yeah, and for our listeners, this is a really important uh, learning lesson to understand. So if you saw the first call-out, they did the top six in the first call-out, and then they did second and third. And then basically they did a confirmation where they had the top three come out, just like mm-hmm. at the Olympia where they had Issa and Janet posing down for the one and two. They had Angelica, Issa, and Janet in the confirmation round, um, of the top three and Mm -hmm. Angelica got moved towards to the middle dead center. And that's how they exited off stage. So usually from a judge's perspective, that's your way of getting signaled. When you're in the middle, you are usually first place. And so that's kind of your indicator. Now when there's six, you know, Issa and Angelica were splitting center. So it was a question mark as to who was first or second. But in my mind, right. when they put three of them up there and they moved Angelica to the middle, that's where I thought that she was actually had locked it in. So it's a good learning mm-hmm. lesson. First of all, never have your emotions tied to a judge's opinion of you. Um, I think she, Angelica put a great post on there is just like her focus was, I won. We did it, guys. I beat my I know. I love that. Like, that. that is the way the sport should be. You should always be trying to improve yourself. And if you do and you don't tie your emotions to a placement or another person's opinion of you, I mean, it's just – you can see it. They're all so close. It's splitting hairs, you know. So you've just got to be proud of you and – Um, Also, not to ever, you know, think that just because they moved you in a certain place means that you, you know, have have landed in a spot. I've seen girls not show up to the night show and they were in top five and they didn't show up because of the call out. They got second call out. I've seen people land in the top three that got second call out. So you just never know um, what the judges are doing. So. Don't play those mind tricks, you know, Um, we see this, you know, this is at the highest level, but when you're at the regional level, keep that in mind, you don't know, right, they could move you to the outside, because maybe they want to put you next to a girl that they're thinking is maybe first or second. And they just want to compare your physiques to each other. Yeah, you never know. So.
1: Yeah, you definitely don't know. And that's why it's always good to finish the race. Like if you are in the morning show, make sure you're at the night show and make sure you keep your physique on point because like you said, Amy, you don't know. Uh, I think it's a really good point. I'm glad that you actually shared that with the listeners to kind of remove your um, personal value from a placement in a show or a judge's opinion of your physique. Like it's a sport. And I think as soon as people are able to kind of like disconnect that um, from their body image or their physique determining their value, um, it just puts you in a better mindset to not only excel in the sport, but also just to, like, keep a good frame of mind about who you are uh, through the whole entire process. And I would agree. Like, I was super surprised to see um, Isa get first place, and she was surprised. Like, if you look at her reaction, like, <laughs> yeah. she was totally thrown off that Angelica was called next for second. Um but in to uh, just kind of go back to what you're saying about Angelica too, I really did appreciate her attitude. Um, and I looked at that Instagram post too about um, her, her first line was like, We did it, guys. And mm-hmm. I was like, That is just like such a good attitude. And that's always been something that um, I've made it a point to is to look at uh, pros or people within whatever industry you're in that are exemplifying like the kind of attitude um especially in the midst of success that you want to emulate and I definitely think Angelica does a good job of that
0: yeah she's truly an ambassador of the sport and another person I have to give a shout out to for their amazing post was Deraja Hill she had yes. a side-by-side of when she did her first national show placed fourth I believe She had when she won her pro card at North Americans and then she had her Arnold pictures side by side and she was another really big controversial probably topic for a lot of people as well because we had her in the top five, um, definitely top Mm -hmm. six and then uh, certainly I figured she would at least get top 10 out of the 16 but she ended up 11th and I thought her perspective was amazing as well because she, you look at her progression and she's proud of herself. She, even from when she won her pro card, which wasn't too long ago, that was just in September of last year, her glutes and her conditioning has improved so much.
1: Um, Oh wow. Yeah, definitely.
0: And I have to say that I, and maybe this is just completely off the wall, but because bikini is so other elements it's not just the physique it's the way that you put together the whole package there's a lot of variables um, as far as aesthetics go and I have to say that her suit was a little too dark in my opinion that teal Mm -hmm. really popped and made her physique uh, just a wow factor on stage That's a
1: good point. She
0: got Olympia qualified in the teal suit. She won the overall at North Americans. She beat Ashley Kay in her second pro show in the teal. I'm not really sure why she went to the the red. It wasn't even a bright red. It was a little bit dark. And ladies, I'm telling you, red is a popular color this year, but you have to do red right, and you have to have the right Mm -hmm. skin tone. If you look at the pros yeah. that are winning in a red suit, primarily they're all blondes. Um, I don't know why that is, but it's it's a very popular color for blondes right now. Um, I would say that Jen Ronziti had the right color. I was just going to say. Um, in yeah. red for brunette. So it's, and I know that's nitpicky and it sounds crazy, but I would have <laughs> liked to have seen how she did in her teal suit honestly. Yeah. She's just a sweetheart and I I think she's going to go so far, so nothing negative. I oh, mean, absolutely. honestly, if the suit was the problem, then that's such an easy fix, you know? Absolutely. So, who knows? Yeah. I don't know what her and, judge's feedback was. I'd be very curious. Um,
1: yeah. I'm. Yeah, I'm curious too, but I did notice big improvements with her physique. Like, they're doing a good job with... um Like, they did a really good job preparing her for this show. Like, she had, like... I mean, when you're in a, when you reach pro status, you have a pretty solid physique, and they totally leveled her up for this Arnold. So, yeah, she brought a great package.
0: Yeah. So, if we're looking at the top ten, uh, for those of you that missed it this weekend, Issa won first. Angelica got second. Janet got third. And then a really shocking one. And this is another thing about bikini—you just never know who's going to kind of like show up. Uh, I felt mm-hmm. like Priscilla really deserved fourth. I was f- super impressed with the improvements that she had made. Um, yeah, I believe she won either the New York Pro last year or the Pittsburgh Pro, which they're both, like, high-tier shows. I forget which one she won, um, she... but it, it was a big deal. I, I oh, remember. New York.
1: actually both you were right uh pittsburgh pro and new york pro in 2019 okay Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so she had some time there to make those improvements because that was almost like a calendar year so i was super impressed with the way that she presented we definitely knew that attila would be in that top um ranking i think that she looked amazing um Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on either one of those two? Uh,
1: Oh, yeah. Also, so I did miss, uh, I misspoke. So Pittsburgh pro, she came in first. New York pro, she came in eighth. Uh, So just to correct, yeah, just to correct that. But yeah, as soon as I saw her step out on stage, I was like, whoa, like she definitely surprised me. Um, And so I kind of wasn't, as soon as I saw like their individuals and her come out, I kind of had that feeling that she was going to be at least within the top. 10 um and i wasn't surprised when she was in first call outs. but yeah she did a really good job bringing a like solid physique as well too and that's like what you were saying is it when you get to that level it's just like like the best of the best of the best so i give her a lot of credit for um like really leveling up she was 13th in the olympia last year so she made great improvements to come into this arnold
0: absolutely what were your thoughts
1: on attila Oh, Attila didn't surprise me either. She was like uh she came out really solid too, you know, another uh beautiful Brazilian with like a fabulous physique. Um, I definitely felt she had she had more of like an athletic look um in comparison to some of the girls like Janet. Um, especially like within her, her backside, like her glutes. Like I noticed some similarity, at least to me, with like Angelica and Attila with their glutes shape. And um, yeah, I definitely think she came in pretty strong, too. I think maybe like the leanness of her legs would be an improvement. And that's just me speculating. But um yeah, I kind of wasn't surprised with, with her. As soon as I saw her come out, too, I was like, okay, this girl like definitely brought it. <laughs> you can kind of tell.
0: Yeah. And then Jennifer Renzidi, she got six. She's, you can tell she's just a seasoned competitor. I mean, she's gotten second, I believe, at the Olympia. She's always kind of ranking in those top spots, and she's um, you know, kudos to her. I think she's thirty seven,
1: so I would yeah.
0: guess it. I mean, any thoughts? No on way.
1: That? <laughs> yeah, no, she definitely looks very comfortable on stage, very seasoned, very much like she's been up there plenty of times. So that's another thing. It's like sometimes their presence on stage is really captivating. Um, and I, for one, yeah, definitely would not pin her at 37, but she definitely, I felt like made great improvements too. She was seventh at the Olympia last year. And, um, she's like holding strong within that top, you know, like five, six. Uh, so yeah, she definitely, she looks good in that red suit. I would say she definitely, she was the one that I think with everybody else being in like a, uh, blue or a purple, she definitely wore the red really well. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then Beatrice, she is our youngest, you know, our youngest IFBB pro, as far as I know, or at least she earned pro status at at the youngest age, and she hit mm-hmm. seventh, so she's also improving. She moved up from her Olympia placing, and she has yes. agreed to do an interview with us on the Prep Life podcast. So I'm excited to Woo-hoo! hear what her thoughts are after the Arnold. And then the other yeah. spots on that last bit of the top 10 that one of them, we, we did not get right. Uh, Rome. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Romania. Um, Romania bass is how I call her, but I I don't, I'm not pronouncing her last name. Right. I think that's just like, Oh nickname. yeah. Um, so she got eighth and then Marcia got ninth, which well-deserved for her. And then Camille got 10th, which, Again, those two we had predicted would be within the top 10. They always bring a solid right. physique and have yeah. good stage presence. So no surprises there. Um, as far as the mm-hmm. amateurs go, I don't know how many people got to watch the amateurs on the, ov- the overall pose down on Saturday morning. But I had watched the prejudging on Thursday. And then I also watched... All of the classes come through with the top 10 and then the top five um, on Saturday for the amateurs. And so uh, I am actually going to be interviewing as well. Her Instagram name is Black Widow, but she's from Thailand. She got second overall. She was in a black bikini, and it was interesting. She has gold accents on her bikini. So that was the first time I have oh. seen somebody... GoPro and I know that's a weird comment to make but it's just something that stuck out to me as being completely different than what I've ever seen um in a suit and so her physique was on point and again it's like I guess personal preference you know but every all of her connectors were gold so that is really interesting I yeah Oh, yeah, let's talk to her. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to hear what she has to say <laughs> about her experience. So when she gets back from the Arnold Classic, she's going. she has agreed to do an interview. So we'll dive deep into that one. And then um, the overall winner, she had a purple suit. And it's, it's the exact fabric and rhinestones and everything as the suit that you went pro in. And I believe it's yeah. the same type of suit that Camille won, or wore at uh, the Arnold. So very classic color. These, the, ah, can't talk today. (laughs) It's early morning. Just give me grace. Um, uh, so that's all folks. Now, um, as far as I had gotten a DM about just somebody had wanted to know what we saw as the trends for the upcoming year, what, you know, usually the Arnold's the first time you kind of see everybody on stage and, it was red and blue were the colors of the year. Yeah. There was one class that it was literally red, blue, red, blue, red in the top five. <laughs> they all had red and blue suits. So my advice to you is if you're the red did really well um, and it goes well on certain skin tones and hair color. And that's something that I noticed. The blue looked good as a royal blue um it it's going to be hard to stand out of a crowd though I will say that it was Mm -hmm. almost so popular that pretty much everyone in the class had it so unless you had a standout physique it was really hard to get noticed so those are my thoughts on the amateur did you have anything that you wanted to share with our listeners in regards to that
1: No, I think it's just important um, if you're wanting to go far in the sport is to pay attention to all the shows and have a, like, it also helps if, you know, you have a good coach that pays attention to the trends too, because it, it does matter. Like you do want to play to some of those things. Sometimes it's not a matter of personal preference. Like my favorite color is green. So I want to wear a green suit, Um, really look at like what's happening within the sport um, and strategize that way. So I think that's a good point, Amy, about like suit color.
0: Yeah, the aesthetics definitely matter. And so let's talk about wellness. So history was made at the Arnold with our very first IFBB pro in the wellness league was crowned on Thursday. So the prejudging was Thursday and then the finals and they had class A and B of wellness. And something that I noticed in particular was the different styles of posing so I just don't think that everybody's got this category figured out. Obviously, it was, you know, the first mm-hmm. pro qualifier. So that's naturally going to happen. But I studied everyone's routines and I kind of made some mental notes as far as what were the best in what angle and what position. And so it was really great for me to help our wellness competitors. We started, you know, going back to – When we were doing some posing practice last week, I actually utilized, you know, some of those different positionings in the posing and we kind of played around with it. And it really made a difference in the way the quads presented. So if you saw who won their pro card, actually, I thought it was a big upset as well because the girl that had won the overall at the LA Fit Expo she got second to the pro card winner uh francesca so um but it was well deserved because her physique was um i c- i could see what what the judges were looking for they really are looking for very very large quads and she almost had a front facing front pose and it was kind of like a model t or um like a signature pose where, um, so it was interesting. I don't know. That's, that was where the big takeaways that I found is just that if they did, if they hit the poses correctly, you could tell who was going to be in the top five or the top 10. It was very evident. Um, did you get to a chance to see the wellness or have any thoughts on that? Yeah.
1: I did not get to see wellness. I actually want to go back and review um, because I do feel like learning the posing will make like a huge difference in presenting what judges are looking for. Um, But I actually was curious too, because I know we were talking about suit colors with um, bikini. I noticed a lot of the bikini girls had their hair curled as well too, that were in the like top five. Did you notice like any trends um, with like either suit or hair in wellness too? even like the connectors or the original like wellness suits.
0: Yeah. The suits were all over across. Like they were all over the place. But the one thing that I noticed oh, okay. is that they really, they stressed early on that they were going to be different bottoms without connectors, but pretty much everybody had a connector. So something okay. and our audience probably noticed this, if they watched the Arnold, something that's different about the Arnold because it's such an international competition you're going to see the underwire bra tops That's a right. lot because those are very european style mm-hmm. and you'll actually see some of the posing being a little crazy even in bikini you're going to see those underwire yeah. bra type of um, suits but for the most part i would say the people that got the top five had pretty much a a bikini so the the girl that won the overall she had that underwire look to the top of what was that
1: i said so did isa i noticed
0: yeah i mean hers was more prevalent because she actually had like the v on the sides i don't know if you know what i'm talking about but um not just like the single strand that ties in the back the um francesca that won the the wellness but her bottoms looked very bikini they were um they had the thin connector and, hmm. you know, it was pretty much a, a pro cut or a micro cut back. So, yeah. But she did, she did wear the curly hair. So I think it depends on your physique. Some people, if they're too small in their frame, the curls take away from it. And you need um, straight hair to match your physique. But if you're, That's your true. muscles are really full and they pop a lot which is what this individual's muscles were very, very large and round and full. She looked better in curly hair because it kind of matches that. So just pay attention to that. That was another thing too. This is the only other comment that I want to make about bikini amateur. I've noticed that the athletes are looking extremely small and I don't know if it's just because compared to the wellness, there's such a difference in size, but they are looking really, really tiny. Um, hmm. So, hip width wise, I just think in order to get that that really conditioned glute ham tie in, they're they're probably going to be pretty small and compact um, to be
1: successful. Yeah, and there's not as m- oh yeah yeah, and I noticed there's not as much like hamstring pop as there was before, too, yeah. for bikini. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's just right where that glute hand-tie-in is. You don't want yeah. a lot of predominance in the adductors or to be able to see the separation in the hamstrings. So, yep. All right, so I I feel like we're running out of time, and we've got some really uh, key topics that we'd like to talk about. So next week, we I'm going to be – sharing an interview that I did with a nutritional therapist about just eating disorders and some of the food relationships and things like that. So um make sure you subscribe so that you can tune into that. It's a very valuable um Rebecca McConville, she's an RD uh, registered dietitian and she has a lot of background in working with competitors. So it's gonna be a very valuable Podcast for you all to listen into and kind of know when the appropriate times are to enter the sport of bodybuilding in a safe way if you have suffered from an eating disorder in your past or you're currently struggling with one. So she gives some great insight on that. We're probably going to do a follow up podcast as a reflection on that one. Um, Some other topics that we really feel strongly about, and let us know in your comments on Instagram or send us some messages, but we had some ideas about just targeting, um, basically getting back like periods and um, cortisol and stress and some of those topics we're going to dive into along with why we have chosen to coach. So if you have any other great topics that you'd like us to discuss, just like today's topic, this is basically comes from a DM uh, that motivated us to do that. So feel free to shoot us a line. You can find us on Instagram at ProLife Podcast or at Glam Girl Bikini. And you, if you would like to apply for the team, you can find us at GlamGirlBikini.com and just click the get started to apply for the team. So this is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger, signing off with my fabulous co-host.
1: And this is Chris Nicole, Glam Girl Bikini Coach and IFBB Bikini Pro. Thanks for listening, guys.